Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, where we talk all about news, comics, and media related to the Transformers. On this episode, Moore Art Gallery is offering some classic All Hail Megatron limited edition art prints by Casey Collar. There's a ton of Transformers Rise of the Beast news with a new trailer, and we finally get real verified information on the new animated Transformers movie coming next year. Today is Friday, May 5th, 2023, and this is episode 336 of Transmissions Alt Mode. Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, the podcast that you can always count on having the same voices year after year, even if someone better were available. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team, Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, how's it going? And Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. How's it going? Let's talk Transformers. I know you're trying to break me, Daryl, but you're just pissing off the listeners at this point. <laughs> you're, you're not going to get me again. <laughs> you're just going to make them try so- harder. Sounds like a challenge. <laughs> As always, we start off the show by thanking our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. We really appreciate their contributions and thank them for all their support for the, of the show over the years. Their co- donations make this show possible. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to become a Donatron, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support. And that's where you can sign up. Got lots of perks. You get to listen to the sh- to us record the show live. So you get to see everything we leave out of the edited version uh, every week. And uh, you get bonus content from our on our Patreon page. So stuff that uh, you only have access to. And you get access to, uh, you get entered in all our contests, including those monthly Toy Hacks contests. We just did one. So congratulations to our longtime listener to nature on Wolfwood for winning this week. And uh, you also get some merchandise at the higher levels if you, uh, you know, get some, uh, get some merch at the $5 and up level. So lots of cool stuff, lots of perks. Check it out. As I mentioned, we've got the bonus, lots of bonus content, including all the episodes of our bonus show, We Like Big Bots. That's done by Daryl and Dr. Pants. We've got 10 episodes, each going over a different giant Transformer bot. You can check them out. Uh, Daryl and Dr. Pants wax poetic over every big bot they talk about. And there will be more soon, as soon as we can get Dr. Pants back on the mic to do some more. So check those out at your leisure. Also, we've got our Transformers Live Play RPG podcast, Empire of Rust. And this week, our bonus version of Empire of Rust is episode 100, part two. This was a triumph. So the conclusion of our episode 100 spectacular if you are a Donatron, you have access to that now, so you can get it out on our Patreon page. Or you can wait for the free version, which will be out this Monday, and that will be available to everyone at transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. And you can hear the milestone of our episode 100 in our live play RPG podcast that's been going for almost uh, four years at this point, so... 
check it out. Yeah, and in all that time, Charles has still not played Portal, which is what the title is based on. <laughs> I didn't know I had to play Portal for this for, for Empire of Rust, but apparently I do. You have to play Portal for me to stop telling you you have to play Portal. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Will you play Portal before Daryl listens to Empire of Rust? Which one's going to happen first? Mm. Big that's words a, that's coming a... from Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy <laughs> Jeremy is coming for everyone. <laughs> that's right. All right, let's jump in the show. We've got a lot of media news this week. First up, more art gallery has some more Transformers themed stuff. And this comes from a friend of the show, an awesome Transformers comics artist, Casey Collar. They do, are doing a limited edition print of his All Hail Megatron number one cover. This is the famous cover that is an homage to the Batman the Killing Joke cover with the Joker uh, taking, you know, taking a camera and he says, smile. Replace that with Megatron holding reflector, and uh, it's an awesome image, uh, an homage to that classic uh, Batman comics cover, but also just a great rendering of Megatron and classic G1 Megatron, which was uh, on display for All Hail Megatron. So you can get this print at More Art Gallery. It's a, a l just under $50. There's two versions, one that's fully colored and one that is... Uh, in as a sketch variant uh, or with partially colored but also shows off pencils and inks from Casey as well. So that version is more expensive. It's yes. 60. Yes. So uh you can order those there and uh, check them out. Might be a good addition to your wall. Well, if you have some transform if you're hanging up Transformers art. Okay. Next up, we've got more for an interview from Lorenzo de Bonaventura. And he, this time, instead of talking about the, uh, the uh, upcoming animated movie where he mentioned it was being done by ILM, all that stuff we talked about last week, this is squarely in focus on the Rise of the Beast movie that will be coming in just a little bit more than a month. So uh, I, this interview was very interesting. It's... Uh, Lorenzo de Bonaventura was talking about how this movie finally, finally after seven movies, they decided to add characterization to the Transformers. And, and that's the focus of this movie. And this is going to be, this is a character driven movie. All the Transformers will have character arcs. What a concept. So uh, great. Thank you. We were asking for this from the first movie, but okay, I guess better late than never. Didn't um, didn't he mention Bumble the Bumblebee movie as kind of testing the waters to see if that would work? I think that, yeah, I think but that was... <laughs> but but you know that was and that was still that was the character that that was driving the movie was Charlie, not Bumblebee. So <laughs> I don't know. It's. It's it's been a long time, but he does he does specifically mention um, uh, 
a Pete Davidson doing really well as the voice of Mirage and giving uh, you know some funny characterization to that character, which uh, in spoiler for the rest of the show, we might mention that for the trailer, the new trailer that just came out. Um, you know, he talks about how this is this is a soft reboot of the of the movies. Um, the the dichotomy of Optimus Prime versus Optimus Primal. He he doesn't. They ask him uh, who would win if, if, in a fight between those two. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't give an answer. He says, you know, they're they're very evenly matched. Of course. He also says, um, it's it sounds like he's still. Uh, at least he's still under the impression that these movies are still in continuity with a 2007 movie because he mentions in here about how the Optimus Prime in Rise of the Beast is a younger version and you see the decisions he makes in this movie will lead to him becoming the Optimus Prime version he is in the 2007 movie. So I found those statements a little bit odd. I mean, also that's like 13 years between 1994 and 2007. I don't think a million year old transforming robot is going to change that much in 13 years, but apparently living, living on earth with the humans changes you very much, very much more than millions of years of war. I don't know. It's, I mean, I know he's he's got to leave. Prime's got to leave still because he comes back in, (laughs) in the 2007 movie. That's true. That's true. I completely forget he's been there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, I you know, I know I know he's a producer. He's been working on all these movies, but I don't put too much stock in what he says when it comes to the Transformers continuity, but whatever. We'll see in a month how this <laughs> Um but yeah. That, so that's I, I think that's 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 all the the stuff that's going on here. I, um, yeah, you can read the article. If there's any other points that you think we're missing here, you can please the you know send us some feedback. What did you, what did you think about this? But yeah, I mean, uh, so this the the marketing machine is really ramping up here. So we've got the you know the producer talking about the movie and other stuff going on. So. Uh, what else is coming down the rise of the Be- rise of the beasts uh, pipeline? All right. Well, uh, it is the uh, the the touring statues are still going strong. Um, uh, this past week, the statues ended up in Germany, and uh, and they were uh, they were seen at uh, at a mall there, Mall of Berlin, and uh, they also. Uh, They've so they've so far been to uh, the U.S., Singapore, Brazil, Australia, Spain, and now Germany. Um, these things are, are these these things are are are, are racking up the uh, the frequent flyer miles. It's uh, it's impressive. Uh, yeah, we've got uh, um, pictures here from them in Las Vegas, um, which was. Uh, Apparently it was just this past week, so I don't. There must be multiple versions yeah, of these statues. And Vegas added a Mirage. Right. Yes, Mirage got added to the group, so that's pretty cool. Um. Yeah, the Mirage looks pretty good. 
because uh, the CinemaCon was at uh, this past week, and that's they wanted these statues at CinemaCon. I think we had right. talked about that before with this, how they were going to be at the at CinemaCon. Um, right on. Uh, moving on to some new posters that came out. Uh, we got a really close look at a bunch of new characters, uh, including Air Razor. Um, who's next on your list there? RC. Bumblebee, we've seen before, but uh, Cheetor. Primal. Rhinox. Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> and the group shot. This is a really, really, if you go back one, Jeremy, this is a really close look at Wheeljack's face sculpt. Um, and uh, man, oh man, this is a, this is a weird one. So th this thing, this image, this poster of Wheeljack made the rounds on social media this past week um, with a lot of people doing some edits <laughs> and making some fun <laughs> of this image. Um, but uh, Benny yeah. and the Jets. <laughs> Benny. Benny. Star screaming in the Jets. Come on. <laughs> it's, uh, That's it's, better. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, I think, I mean, some person actually uh, took a, a frame out of the trailer and th they think they see some ear, you know, some, some, some ear flaps in the trailer, but I don't know. I mean, whatever. This is a, this is a wild, wild transformation for, uh, for Wheeljack, I think the face is just supposed to kind of reflect the fact that he's a a, a '60s style, you know, VW bus. He's kind of like a hippie. I don't know. It just it doesn't fit the characterization we've kind of come to know for Wheeljack, regardless of whether he's G1 or Prime. You know, uh, it's just a completely different Wheeljack. I yeah, I just I'm taking the approach that there are many different people named John in the world there are many different bots named wheeljack on cybertron <laughs> that's how i'm approaching it so i don't get upset right and we still haven't seen the movie so i mean right wheeljack may not be in it very much he probably is <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so we got a bunch of new posters and uh so look for those around your theaters and, and that kind of stuff um and uh, what's well, this, this is next one? The poster that was re revealed after the trailer dropped. Oh, yes. The Unite or Fall. Uh, this is uh, a very similar style poster. It's just, you know, it's a grouping of all the uh, all the good guys uh, with, with a very ominous, uh, you know, uh, being in the background uh, coming in from the top. Uh, that would be, uh, you know, would be Unicron. That is uh, that is what uh, has has been revealed uh, as far as I, the new trailer goes. I love how small the humans are in that poster. Oh, humans it, are it, very tiny. If you zoom in, it, it's clearly a bad Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> like the lighting is completely different. They they did not put any work other than copy and paste. So they're stickers. <laughs> I mean, look at their feet. They're well, it, it won't zoom in that far, but. Yeah, it, it's just, it's a horrible Photoshop job. Just get them out there completely. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, we've got the uh, official trailer 
uh, we, uh, so that got released, I think Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I Thursday. Think. Thursday. One of the days this week, official trailer <laughs> came out last week. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and we talked about it. We did a trailer reaction and, uh, and we had a, a, a real good time talking about that. Um, it's up on YouTube. You can take a look and, and see. Uh, it's, uh, you know, uh, it, it's, it's only about 16 minutes long or something like that. So it's, it's a pretty short little reaction video. Um, but yeah, uh, I think, uh, I think the, you know, as far as reaction videos go, I think it was fun. Um, it certainly was a reaction video. <laughs> That's true. Out of all the reaction videos, it is one of them. I did, <laughs> I, I did just re re watching the trailer several times after that i did see that you do see um like anthony ramos getting an exosuit like he's you can see him running like jumping off of bumblebee at the very last frame of that trailer where it's like he's in a little exosuit so you guys were right all right we've already got something right about the movie (laughs) where was that uh, I think it was like at the very end. I think. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. Right there. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. There we go. Right here. Yeah. Yep. There he is. Cool. So. One. Everything was great about the trailer, although that one scene where they're in like that factory or whatever, and Optimus Prime picks up Anthony Ramos. If you like that one scene, the lighting looks really off. It looks like they're like they they put him in another like it's like an outdoor scene that they just photoshopped into this warehouse scene. I don't know if that that's going to be. Yeah, go forward a little bit more. Yeah, look at look at that. Look at how prime is lit compared to the surrounding building. Mm -hmm. It looks like he's outdoors. It's. You telling me that Optimus Prime isn't real? <laughs> I mean, it just—I mean, yes, it's CG, but it doesn't look like it blends in with its with the surrounding. It looks very like very green screen, out of place. So either, I mean, I don't know if they would ever do this ever, but maybe trailers are made with imperfect CGI, or or maybe they're trying to fake us, or maybe they're just bad at Photoshop, as evidenced by the, the poster. <laughs> You can do anything like that. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. one of one of those choices. <laughs> Everything yeah, else so we, about the trailer looked great, though. So we had that the trailer come out. We did the trailer reaction. Um, you can uh, there's a link you can go to. You can check out uh, uh, the trailer um, itself. You can see the screen caps for it. Um, the uh, um, we, uh, we have a, uh, confirmation and where are you here? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. We have a confirmation that, uh, Unicron will be voiced by Coleman Domingo. Um, this is something that we did know the day of the, uh, of the, the trailer, but, uh, we just didn't mention it cause it wasn't part of the trailer. Um, so Coleman Domingo, if, uh, if you're not familiar, he was on fear of the walking dead. Um, I don't know him from anything else. I watched the show uh, for a, quite a while there, and he did a really great job on that show. He's got a really nice, deep voice, so I'm really interested to hear how he how he plays it. You can't 
follow Orson Welles. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate for him. Um, but, and I don't know who voiced it in like Armada or whatever, you know, if they, if they did have a voice for Unicron in that show, cause I really never watched it. I, it was garbage. That far. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know <laughs> if they had a voice for him there, but, uh, so I'm going to be going into this, uh, this thinking, Okay, I've got an opinion of the 86 movie Unicron and I'm going to have a brand new opinion of Coleman Domingo here. It's almost it's it's way too uh long, you know, there's way too much time in between the two, so this is a brand new interpretation and Coleman knows that previously Unicron was voiced by Orson Welles. So he will know and he'll know not to try and ape that it's it's um so this will be uh his, his own new his whole his own interpretation and that'll be interesting to uh to to hear yeah i think that's the route he need, he has to go i mean if you look at the the successful optimus primes that are not peter cullen the best ones are the ones that are not trying to be peter cullen they're that's trying right. to just do their own optimus prime and that's where that's what he should do here yeah. Yeah, and so Go ahead. I was just going to say uh just uh looking real quick uh Unicron has been voiced in Transformers the Armada trilogy it was by Mark Atkinson or H Atchison, not sure uh so not don't really know that voice actor. But um John Noble voiced Unicron in Transformers Prime for the brief time that he was in Transformers Prime. Um, so he was also Denethor in the Lord of the Rings Return of the King uh, oh, movie. Wow. And he was on Fringe. Um, yes, he was on Fringe as well. That's right. And uh, also Unicron was voiced by Jonathan Lipow in the War for Cybertron trilogy in the Netflix show. That We had that brief version of Unicron there. One scene. Yeah. That's brief. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I guess there's a, there's a lot more voice actors for Unicron than I thought there were. But either way, I'm looking forward to hearing uh, Mr. Domingo's uh, interpretation here, because um, he's got a, a, a pretty deep voice. So, yeah, cool. All right, and the last thing we got here is a uh, something that uh, I haven't been able to confirm myself, although all the websites are taking it as gospel at this point. That is uh, somebody uh, named Del Zord on Twitter uh, asked the director of Rise of the Beast, Stephen Capel Jr., if the face of Optimus Prime uh, in the movie is designed off of the voice actor uh, Peter Cullen. Uh, And uh, just got a one-word answer out of him, and that was yep. Uh, this, uh, these tweets that we have a picture of here that are uh, on the screen right now, uh, do not show a date or time. Um, Stephen Capel Jr.'s Twitter thing still has a check mark on it, which we know was taken away like two weeks ago. Um, and so, but this all came about, uh, last week. So, um, so we, this has got a couple red flags that it might be fake. Um, but then again, if you look at the picture of prime and 
Cullen next to each other, you kind of see that they look very similar. Um, so, yeah, uh, Jeremy's got the picture of Optimus on the on the screen, and then there's Peter Cullen. So, I mean, I mean, you can kind of see it, but then again, uh, we really have not been able to see on Twitter itself because if this is a tweet from Stephen Cable Jr., then then the uh, then the reply would still be there, and it's not. The last thing he wrote was in February, and it's not there. Um, so, anyway, um, take that with a grain of salt, uh, just because uh, we we can't confirm it. But you can see how it could possibly be, you know, legitimate. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyway. That's the news that I had for media news. Uh, Jeremy, I hear you've got something to discuss. I do. And just close my sharing because I forgot that <laughs> I had this thing to talk about. So, one sec. Uh, just giving you more stuff to do, Daryl. I know. Well, you've been camping. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, CinemaCon was last week, and we actually have some actual news about the animated movie again. Um, one, we have a name. It is called Transformers 1, O-N-E. And, and this is the animated movie. This is the animated movie. It's coming out in 2024, and we have some voice actors. So they went with an all-star cast here, starting off with Optimus Prime being voiced by Thor himself, Chris Hemsworth. Megatron. Crikey. Yeah. Crikey. And, and, and there's, there's an MCU connection for these first three. Um, Brian Tyree Henry is the voice of Megatron. He was in The Eternals. Um, Elita is voiced by Scarlett Johansson. And this is not Elita 1. I guess maybe they don't want to confuse it with the name of the movie, but just Elita. And then uh, we have Bumblebee, voiced by Keegan-Michael Key, uh, recently of Super Mario Brothers movie, vo voicing Toad. So, I mean, let's hope Toad, the Toad voice is not the Bumblebee voice. Um, <laughs> Sentinel Prime is voiced by John Hamm. And uh, this is probably the big name in terms of, of uh, price tags. Alpha Trion is voiced by Lawrence Fishburne. So, you don't think Chris Hemsworth costs more than Lawrence Fishburne? Uh, he might. Yeah, I guess at this point he might. But Really, all of these, all of these are names some are... huge names. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know the this is I worry about celebrity casting with some of these like if you're doing a a kind of a, a origin type story, I feel like you should go the route that like um you know classic movies like the Christopher Reeve's Superman movie or the original Star Wars where they, they cast a lot of unknowns or up-and-coming actors that could grow into the roles. And I feel like with an origin story, that's the way you should go. I, I like all these actors. I, you know, I'm i hoping they do good. I, I'm hoping Christopher Hemsworth has a good American accent because I don't want to hear an Australian Optimus Prime. I mean, no offense, but I just that's not Optimus Prime to me. So... I don't know. What do you guys think about this? 
I mean, I, I am, I am impressed by these names, but I, I am also of the opinion that you get voice actors for, um, you know, for animated roles. You don't, I mean, th- I, I, this, this ship has sailed, but cause they, Hollywood's been doing this for 30 years by, I mean, apparently Hollywood thinks you could market, market animated movies to adults by putting well-known actors in the roles. But I really, I mean, and they, they continue, they'll continue to do this forever. So it's not like I'm, I'm kind of just, you know, my opinion doesn't matter at all, but I really think old man, you should have, yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty (laughs) much it. Um, But yeah, yeah. I mean, I really think you get voice actors for voice roles because they know how to do voice. I mean, and I'm, there are plenty of, of uh, well-known actors who are also voice actors who do great jobs. I mean, we just had the super Mario movie. Jack black, I think is an example of someone who did a really great job as a voice actor. You have several, uh, you know, actors who do voice roles all the time in addition to their, you know, to their live action roles. So they're out there. I mean, but, sometimes you do get like live action actors who don't take well to voice acting. Like they, they just are, it just sounds like they're reading. They play themselves. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I hope that's not the case with any of these actors, but, um, and, and yeah, I mean, I I think also, I mean, like Lawrence Fishburne has got a great voice. So hearing him as alpha Tryon might be awesome. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, Keegan Michael Key might do like he does a lot of funny voices. I mean, he's he's from comedy. He's done lots of funny voices in lots of different roles. I mean, he doesn't do a lot of voice acting, but he ha- he does have experience with Toad from Super Mario. So I mean, he's he's got a little bit. So I, I imagine he'll do good. Um, Scarlett Johansson, I don't know. I mean, that's a, that's that's she did an, an entire movie where it was just her voice. Oh, was that her? Was called her. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I did see that. Um, it was very good. Yeah, but still, I mean, she's not she's not voicing an animated character. She's a disembodied voice, you know, talking <laughs> talking to a dude. I mean, I don't know. It's it, maybe it'll be great. I I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm skeptical, but I'm not I'm not uh, you know I am I'm encouraged that at least it seems like they're putting effort into this movie if they're getting all these these top money voice it, talent sure. yeah i mean i hope that i hope this means this doesn't mean that they they lost some budget on the animation <laughs> um and yeah chris Hemsworth is optimus prime that's that's the that's the kind of the um the wild card so i i'm curious to see what what kind of voice he's going to come up with and and how it's going to sound i mean I don't think his Australian accent is that heavy as even as Thor. He doesn't, he's, you know, he does more the like kind of tries to do the approximate old English accent as Thor. Yeah, I He guess. pulls it off slightly, but I mean, if if he did something similar for, for this, I, I don't think it would be terrible, but I guess we'll see. Do, do I need to cite precedent for you guys that this will, this will be good for the, the movie? Obviously, the eighty-six movie. Yes. My whole point in this was setting you up, Daryl, to to do this. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, come on. The we we as of the eighty-six movie, nobody knew what what Ultra Magnus sounded like because he was a new character. 
you put Robert Stack, who at that point in time only existed for unsolved mysteries, right? And <laughs> and the uh, untouchables that he was on before that, right? And it was his first ever voice acting credit. And he did it very well. Um, That's true. Right? I mean, I can't, honestly, I can't think of anybody else that could voice Blur than John Machida Jr. Right? That's a yeah. perfect casting. And it's it's a stunt casting as well because he, he is a voice guy, right? He does do the speed stuff, but he's also a really well-known you know, person in that, in that area. Um, you've got Leonard Nimoy, <laughs> right? Like huge names. Let's, let's look at this as a, you know, as for what it is though, this, this movie is, is putting some huge money behind some big names and it's going to bring some, some eyes to the project, right. which I think is great. It's, um, this is the kind of, the kind of clout that, the director uh, Josh Cooley needs to 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 pump up the uh, like to pump the tires on his on his on his film, um, so that's fantastic. Films like you know Toy Story have huge name actors in their title roles, and now you can't think of anything else but those voices for those characters, right? Yeah. So you know they're starting something here. Sure, is it unfortunate that these are pre-existing characters because before Toy Story 1, those, those characters did not exist, right? So they kind of brought them into the, the mythos and gave them voice. So now these characters, these Transformer characters, they already have voices that predate them in, in other, you know, other areas. So will they be compared? Of course they will, immediately. Um, but I think that there's some really some really uh, uh, really big uh, shoes to fill as far as Optimus and Megatron, like Colin and Welker, those are massive shoes to fill. But um, like with the argument that I've been having with social media this past week, uh, different people on social media, this is a prequel. This is a origin story between Optimus and Megatron. This is something that's, uh, you got to uh, have a younger voice for. Cullen's eighty-one years old. He can't voice him. He can't voice a character that's young anymore. It's. Right. Well, it's I don't think any of us are asking for Cullen to do it. Yeah. Yeah. A I mean, a lot my, of people on the internet are. Well, a lot of people wrong. on the internet are. And my, people my are looking to boycott the whole thing because it's not Cullen. Whatever. Like my my point I was not that. Yeah, I mean my my point was not uh you know you can't do well-known actors or big name actors for stunt casting or whatever. I mean, yeah, I mean like you said, in the 86 movie they did that. All you know, it was all stunt casting. Of course, none of those people came back for the cartoon series after with those characters except for John Mashita. Mm -hmm. Um but uh what I what I think is like for these for animated movies you never get like professional voice actors to voice characters in those movies. Like, like in, in TV shows and like TV shows and streaming shows, you always have well-known voice actors doing voice, doing a lot of those voice roles. Uh, but for 
animated movies, it seems like you can never get voice actors doing those those uh, animated movie roles. Like like people like um, like Steve Blum or um, uh, uh, Tara Strong. Uh, you know, the, these are folks who have done done uh, you know animated series work for years and years and years, and you never see them like getting you know prominent characters in animated movies. I mean, that's my my. I think that like you can definitely there are definitely young up and coming or or established voice actors who can do young characters for this movie that have done a lot that had you know long resumes in voice acting doing anime doing western animation and, and would crush it i think in these roles um they would not have the name recognition that these that uh, you know these well-known actors have i mean i know like people other other if you're if you're not an animation nerd you probably have no idea who tara strong is and she's done like every cartoon you can think of she's um minutes and loki right yeah, she is. That's right. That's okay. So that that's a so that's a point in her favor. She got to do that. But they, but they don't sell they don't sell Loki on featuring Tara Strong as the voice of Miss Minutes. They don't, right. you you have to look in the credits for that. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, so I so I understand. I I understand. You know, getting big name actors is a way to draw to to build hype, draw audiences, do all that stuff. I just wish there were some space for you know veteran or you know current voice actors to get those roles too you know the space that's that that is created for those veteran actors which yeah the supplemental roles that is uh that are in the movie those are the ones that generally get taken by those actors um but the main ones that end up being created are the ones that um that are are, are filled by the the void that's left when this franchise goes into um, direct to DVD or that kind of territory or to mm. a, 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 a series that goes into streaming, that kind of stuff. That's, that's the area where this would go. So say this is a, a trilogy. Let's, let's put it as a trilogy. Transformers one, two and two, three. three. <laughs> <laughs> And after the trilogy, the story is not done, but they want to continue it on. And they say, okay, well, let's say it's finally gotten to Earth. I don't know, whatever. Now they're going to start a, a series on whatever, Hulu. <laughs> so they do that. But Chris Hemsworth is not doing a freaking voice for a Hulu series, right? So they get somebody else to come in and... They're going to do a, a sound alike, right? It's the same way that uh, um, they had, uh, what is it? Uh, Dan Castaneda from The yeah. Simpsons, the Homer. He was he came in to do the genie uh, for Aladdin because Robin Williams wasn't going to do the voice of the genie for the TV show, the cartoon. So mm -hmm. they got the guy who voices Homer to come in and do that. And you did a very good job, yeah. right? So when those kind of things happen, they get these other he big also, names. And, and he's he's a huge name in animation, right? right? Homer's yeah. he also, paid a lot of bills for him. He also voiced the genie in the King, Kingdom Hearts video games as well. So he's, which it's it's funny to because um, 
you know, you could get Dan Castellaneta in the early '90s to do your vo- your voice for your, you know, at weekday afternoon cartoon show. I don't think you could do that now. <laughs> He's a, Homer pays him too much. He, you know, Simpsons no, pays him too yeah. much. He's not doing anything else. Yeah, I think he. I think most of that cast is making a million dollars an episode now. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's the that's the area where this franchise will create a job for the the bigger name voice actors in the main roles is when this thing kind of goes into a different direction and leaves a void Mm -hmm. yeah well uh, or if the subsequent sequels right right if the sequels kind of go in 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 a way that you know the main cast is like i'm i did one and i didn't want to do it anymore well then they'll bring in somebody that can sound alike right all right. Well, we do have one more thing related to the animation. Um, some people uh, during this presentation, uh, there is a shot here that made its way to Getty Images that um, shows some concept art. Shows Cybertron with four silhouettes looking over. Obviously, we can tell Alita one from her little head antennas, um, but I'm guessing the taller one is Optimus. Uh, but you can kind of get a sense of the style of robots they're looking at. And I don't know. I mean, it, it looks interesting. I'm more interested in how they have Cybertron because it's clearly not the dead Cybertron yet. So, um, you know, it's going to be just futuristic city. So I, I'm excited for this movie and just the possibility of non-Earth Transformers and what, what we're going to get. Hmm. I really dislike using one as a subtitle for this movie. I think it's just, yeah. it's like super confusing. Like don't in a long running movie franchise, don't name your next movie one. I mean, you've got seven other movies. That's <laughs> too confusing. Transformers origins, Transformers till all are one. I mean, Transformers. I mean, what is is this? It hasn't has it been established where this is it? Is it a prequel to the Bay movies? What is where is it fitting in? Is it its own I'm, thing? I'm really hoping it's own, it's its own thing. I don't, I'd like it to be its own thing. Yeah, yeah I don't I want mean, it to connect to anything else. The Bonaventura is under the impression that it's a prequel to the Bay movies, at least according to his interviews that he he did with Collider. But I mean, it is. I mean, it's pro- it's presumably millions of years ago. So I mean, it could be a prequel to anything. You can. I mean, Transformers franchise is very. It's a. It's a. You know, it's a multiverse. It's a mythos. You can tie any story to any other story if you've got millions of years separated separating them. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's all I got for Transformers One. Horribly named movie. <laughs> all right uh let's move on with a little bit of transforming pop culture so just to follow up on the arc restaurant that we uh um we talked about last week robot kingdom uh one of uh, the uh, Toy companies uh, or you know third-party companies did a video. They like like they're based in Hong Kong, so they just did a little video 
of the interior of the Ark restaurant. So you can see everything. They did a little walkthrough. They didn't turn their camera horizontal. so oh, And they just walked in front of some people getting their picture taken. <laughs> they, they didn't go 90. No, they, they did, did not, not go 90. Go 90. <laughs> but uh, you can check that out on YouTube. You can see, uh, you know, gives you a nice view of the entire space. It's a pretty interesting. Uh, I think they do, in part of the videos, they do close up on, on some of the foods. You can see that Autobot symbol burger. And uh, yeah, so maybe maybe they'll franchise out, and we'll we'll get one in our local area at some point in the future. I guess we'll see. It would have to be at like Universal or something here. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, let's finish up the show with some feedback. Okay, well, we gave our reaction to the new Transformers Rise of the Beast trailer. And Masterpiece Donatrion and friend of the show, John Forex Lemgood, sent in his thoughts. So let's hear those from John. Hey, guys. John Forex Lemgood here. So I just saw the uh, cast listing for the animated Transformers movie coming out before too long. And to be honest, I'm kind of excited about it a little bit. You guys mentioned during the most recent alt mode that uh, you're hoping for a younger Optimus Prime voice actor and getting Chris Hemsworth as that, I think uh, we'll give you that. Um, I still hold reserve judgment on that, specifically waiting until I hear how he does for it. But I'm excited for maybe a younger Optimus Prime to be out there. Uh, I think Lawrence Fishburne uh, casting is spot on and uh, Scarlett Johansson as well It's it's as Alita 1 I think that's going to be a uh, I think that's an interesting pick and, uh, and I'm not disappointed in that so um, that's my thoughts on that I will uh, talk to you later bye alright I made a mistake I thought he was talking about the trailer I forgot he was talking about the casting for Transformers 1 but Still interesting thoughts from John. Thank you for sending those in, John. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think we're uh, we're we're in agreement that uh, we're we're cautiously optimistic here. Uh, yeah, I I I think uh, you know we we might get we might get two years in a row with good Transformers movies. Let's see. Let's cross our fingers. At, at that point, we need to buy lottery tickets. <laughs> I will say I'm okay. planning on bringing my um, my kid to Rise of the Beast. I'll probably watch it once first, just to make sure like he he'd be able to take the level of violence and stuff on screen. But I, my plan is he'll be nine at the time to take him and see it without seeing any of the other live action movies and see what he thinks. It's a good plan. Let us let yeah you'll you'll have to report back to us and and see how he liked it. I think uh, Bumblebee should lead into it, shouldn't it? So yeah, I, I might show him that watch first. Bumblebee. I mean, again, it's not. I, I don't think it's required. You're not. You're. 
you're not going to get a whole lot of, I think, story beats carrying over. So I think it's up to you. Yeah, I, I think Bumblebee might be a, a good introduction, but then in terms of like big live, like movie theater epic, you know, mm-hmm. his first summer blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that takes us to the end of this episode of Transmissions Alt Mode. Thanks everyone for watching. Again, as always, we give a shout out to our masterpiece donatrons. These are the folks who continue to support the podcast at our highest level, and that's why we give them a mention in every episode. So thank you once again to John Forex Levengood and Demon Tech 82. We really appreciate your support, and you guys are awesome. And everyone else out there watching and listening, you're awesome too. So thank you again for tuning in to this episode of Transmissions Alt Mode, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time. Mm